Hey, this is Al Otto with another episode of Verity Shares. We are so glad that you chose to listen in. Please consider subscribing to our podcast. Uh, Leave your comments and questions in the comment section and and, uh, share us with your network. So today's episode picks up where we left off uh, in our series with Bruce Ashton of Fagri Drinker. And this is an interview we had with him regarding 457 plans in California. Let's jump in. You know, recently, I think it was December of uh, last year that uh, Congress yep. approved the SECURE Act. Uh, what, from your perspective, with the SECURE Act, because it deals with guaranteed income provisions and portability of, of these things, what are the implications for a 457 plan of the SECURE Act? Well, you're, there, there are really several parts to it. Uh, the, the first part uh, that, that you mentioned is the, uh, it, it provides a fiduciary safe harbor for plans that are subject to ERISA. Mm-hmm. So unfortunately, that fiduciary safe harbor wouldn't apply in the case of a, of a um, 450, governmental 457 plan. But let me describe it because I think we can kind of sort of use it by analogy. And basically what what the safe harbor is doing is saying, if you're going to select a uh, an insurance company that's going to provide a guaranteed income um, um, investment to the participants in the plan, that the participants can select this guaranteed product. And when we talk about a guaranteed product, one way to think about it is an annuity type of product, although the, the, the marketplace uh, has, has expanded significantly beyond annuities. They're still issued by an insurance company, but they provide a guarantee of, of retirement income uh, to somebody once they, they get to retirement. <clears throat> and one of the issues that, that ERISA fiduciaries have had to face is, okay, I'm going to select a product and, and therefore I'm going to select a, an insurance company that's the provider of the product that's going to be paying lifetime income or, uh, you know, the, for the duration of somebody's retirement years uh, starting 20, 30, 40 years from now. How do I know that this insurance company is even going to still be around? Right. So it's been a a, a fiduciary uh, impediment, shall we say, uh, for for plans subject to ERISA. And what the Secure Act did was say, well, okay, we're gonna we're gonna make it easier for you to select the insurance company uh, by se- by setting out some standards. The, if the insurance company meets these these standards and gives a certification to the plan fiduciaries, the plan fiduciaries are deemed to be prudent in the selection of that insurance company. And basically what the insurance company has to certify is it's licensed in a state, um, it's meeting all of its requirements to provide reports and provide uh, audited financial statements, and it hasn't had any bad um, uh, reports from the the insurance department in their state, and they're not under some uh, order to 
change how they're operating. So they're uh, as long as they make this kind of certification to the plan, then the plan um, fiduciaries are deemed to have prudently selected that insurance company. What the safe harbor doesn't do is it says, well, you still have to go through a process to select the particular investment product that that insurance company offers, but you're 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 safe on the selection of that particular company. <clears throat> and as I said, this doesn't apply in the case of 457 governmental 457 plans. But I think maybe uh, we can kind of sort of get there. And what I mean by that is get the certification from the insurance company. It's it's you know this the why, insurance why company we, right I mean why not yeah exactly um, you know and the insurance company isn't going to want to lie to you in that certification because uh, that gets them into even more trouble so if you get that certification it's part of the due diligence that you will have, have done uh, but I also think that there are some other steps that probably need to be taken which is to say look at the history of the company has it been in business for a long time especially in the in the business of providing annuity and annuity type of products is it is it a, an old line company shall we say right um, does it have good ratings from the the rating services and there's three different rating services and if it's got a you know in the a range of ratings that says you know the rating services don't do this um, without doing a lot of their own investigation so uh, you can you know be pretty comfortable if they've got good ratings and they have had good ratings for a number of years um, you'd want to find out do they have any adverse regulatory history the the certification they get that i mentioned earlier that relates to the safe harbor will take care should take care of that issue and if you really want to get you know into the weeds a little bit more um take a look at the balance sheet and and which is should be available from the the carrier and um if it looks like a good strong balance sheet and you know some people uh, listening to this may be saying well gee i don't know what a good balance sheet for an insurance company should look like which then says to me well one of the things you should be doing if you're going to look for uh, these types of guaranteed income products, um, work with a consultant that um, you know knows what they're doing, that has experience in selecting these types of products, and get them to help with the vetting process of the insurance company, especially at looking at balance sheets and those kinds of things. And it, it seems like, well, it's wonderful to have a, a safe harbor, right, in, in this right. arena. Um, it seems like the, the, the smart thing to do may be to uh, do this on a periodic basis. Uh, you know, I, I understand uh, from reading the, the, the SECURE Act that you, you also need to make sure that the fees are reasonable, yep. right? Uh, just like any other investment. Exactly. Uh, so uh, it, it seems like it, it might be prudent just to make this analysis part of what you would normally do, maybe not quarterly, but uh, 
certainly uh, annually or biannually to, to sure. look at what's going on uh, with the insurance company in these products. Right. And, you know, one of the things that the SECURE Act says is uh, to satisfy the monitoring process that I've talked about, uh, you need to get that certification that I mentioned uh, on an annual basis. So, you know, it, it strikes me that one of the things that the uh, governing body of the 457 plan should be doing is get the certification up front. As we said, it can't hurt and it's probably helpful, but also make sure you get it annually. Right. You don't have a safe harbor because it doesn't apply to you, but nevertheless, it is going to be evidence that you've taken your responsibility to act prudently in the front end and to monitor prudently on an ongoing basis. It's evidence that you're fulfilling that obligation it's and it's going to be helpful fact, right? in making decisions. Yeah, you want good facts and, and, and yes. that's the way to get some. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Well, that was another great discussion. Thank you so much uh, to Bruce Ashton for taking the time. I'm Al Otto. This is Verity Shares. Have a great day.